Good morning, Kona, and everyone watching and listening at home. We are here with the fourth episode in our Watch the Women of Kona series. I'm Sarah Gross, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Kelly O'Mara. Good morning, Kelly. I think it only took us four days to not talk through going live. <laughs> you know, there's still time to do that. Right, sure. right. There's still more days. And Alyssa Gadeski is here in the studio with us from the Iron Women podcast. She's an uh, she's a longtime pro Ironman athlete and also owns a number of records on trails, long trails, multiple days, things I can't even imagine doing. I can see you struggling to explain what Alyssa's doing these days. We're not going to get into that. (laughs) (laughs) She's an amazing athlete in summary, Um, but most of you will know her from the Iron Woman podcast. Hi, ladies. I'm excited to be here on the sparkly pink mic today. And four's my lucky number, so... That there wasn't even planned. Fourth day being here. It's I'm a good It's going to be a good, good day. Vibes. Yeah. yeah. Good vibes. <laughs> because we, today's theme is Kona vibes. Everyone's been talking about the vibes here because we have the all women's race and everyone's like, how are the vibes? Is it different? So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we want to thank though, first our sponsors, Bonk Breaker, Salt Stick, Wahoo, Kerr Sports, Pillar, Orca. and Orca. Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for supporting us in this endeavor to be here. And we're going to run our intro and we'll be back. Pillar is a new Australian company with leading micronutrition products to solve problems for athletes, such as sleep. Our favorite product is their triple magnesium. Triple magnesium features three select forms of bioavailable magnesium to support muscle health, reduce muscle cramps, relieve sleeplessness and support nervous system health. We have all been using it, and it has been a game changer for our sleep and recovery scores. We love the berry flavor and take it with our shakers 30 minutes before bed every night. To try Pillar for yourself today, head to thefeed.com forward slash Pillar and use code FEISTY for 15% off your order. Or if you're outside the U.S., head to PillarPerformance.shop and use the same code FEISTY. Taking on FEISTY goals is only possible when you fuel them. That's why we partnered with Bonk Breaker and Salt Stick to create the Feisty Fueled Box. Each box contains two PB&J energy bars, two PB&J protein bars, two packets of Rainbow Blast energy chews, two packets of the new OMG energy chews, two packets of Salt Stick fast chews, three stick packs of Salt Stick drink mix, two packets of Salt Stick capsules, and a Feisty sticker and custom card with product details, discounts, and fueling tips. That's over $40 worth of sports nutrition for just $30 plus free shipping. To order your box, head over to bonkbreaker.com slash box today. And you can get 20% off all other products at bonkbreaker.com and saltstick.com with the code FEISTY. And we are back here in Kona with Alyssa Gadeski. Alyssa, you arrived last night. What made you decide to come to Kona this year? Well, this is obviously a very special year. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> to be in Kona with the all-women's race. Um, it felt like, so I'm currently for people watching, you can see this giant knee brace I'm wearing for people listening. I am wearing a giant knee brace. (laughs) Um, I have to like move around on crutches, keep my leg locked straight when I'm moving around. It's like not easy to travel, but, um, I, I just felt like there was no way I could really miss the first year that women have their own day Mm -hmm. at the world championships. Um, having that be in Kona is extra special. I feel like because. 2015, when we started the 50 Women to Kona campaign, that was like the beginning of the wave of momentum to push Ironman for equality, push for that equal day, equal pro slots, media coverage, you know, a fair race, all of that. Um, And there's still plenty that can be worked on uh, with things. But I mean, 
it's just such big progress. And it's so special to finally have this day have come to fruition. So I, I just, I knew I wouldn't miss it. I couldn't. Well, we are glad you're here. Thanks. <laughs> um, I, let's go get straight into it and talk about straight the vibes. Because this is something like <laughs> people keep, people come up to us and say like, how are the vibes? How are, it's right, weird. I think I, I'm convinced our athletes like just learn the word vibes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. From us. But so Kel- guys, how are the vibes? <laughs> are you vibing? What's the vibe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I drove down. So I drove through from the airport down and I was like, oh, I'm definitely going the longest way possible, which will be through you vibe the Central. town. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, but yeah. Like, I just be, you know, like, who am I still relevant? Like, do I see anyone? <laughs> so I, I told there were vibes. I think there were vibes. Good or bad vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> great vibes. Great, yeah, vibes. great yeah. vibes. Everything that I expected to be packed was packed. Here's my other new Lava Java. Was it giving race week? I'm just giving... trying to teach everyone all the 27 oh, phrases. The, vibe, the yeah. vibes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's been, I think there was a concern, like there was a concern that the industry wouldn't show up, yeah. right? <laughs> so <laughs> there was a concern that like, there, that without the men somehow it wouldn't be the same but right I, I this feels like a world championship race yeah it feels it does feel like a little bit different and i think like we're going to get into that later like sure. there's not the aggressive energy perhaps like i don't like the stereotype men and women but like no. it's a little bit lower you, you the, say you just need more aggression from me is that's what i'm right. hearing <laughs> to even it Kelly's out Kelly's filling in the aggression <laughs> void i think there might be a lot of shopping vibes too so yeah, I, did, a I lot did talk of to sold. everyone's yeah. selling a lot I talked of to yeah. one of the large triathlon retailers right <laughs> and they said they sold out of most of the, yeah, yeah, the good stuff out of like two yeah. days ago basically so that's mm-hmm. a lesson too to future merchandise sales get here and over order <laughs> yeah no, it's true uh, yeah. but yes yeah, so we are going to talk all vibes today and uh and first we're going to start with we talked to uh marlon stutzman who's the she's trying to be the first autistic woman to do both kona and boston in the in the same year uh and she she told us kind of you know why what triathlon means to her marathon this year yeah. and if you finish you'll be the first autistic woman to do boston and kona in the same year yeah. So you have to finish, of course. So what are you going to tell yourself when you're out there? I need to finish and kill it. (laughs) (laughs) And do it with my friend Casey. Oh, is she racing too? Oh, so you guys have been training together? She's been training with me, coaching me, and telling me what for hydration and all of it. She's amazing. What were some of your questions about Iron Man then that she had to answer? A lot of it was about hydration. Okay. And what to lose when you're on the course. Like, she showed me, okay, on the course, we use Gary Endurance. So I bought a bunch of it and trained with it to make sure I liked it. Yeah, did you like it? I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so you started out as a swimmer, and then you got, and then how did you get into triathlon? So, yeah, I started, like, a swimmer. I've been swimming since I was two years old. I'm 25 now. And now I had a friend mean Jeff. He was eight years old and he went to the Lex Center. He said, you should try to do a triathlon. So I did my first sprint triathlon in 2019. And that's how I fell in love with triathlons. You fell in love with it? What What was it about it that you liked? I just liked the challenge, okay. the competition. And it felt like I was at home. Well, how like just with all the people or with the sport or the sport because I felt like I was good at swimming, running, and biking. 
Oh, and bike. Because I know you're a fast swimmer and a fast runner, but you're also good at biking, you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's handy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously, Marlon felt like she found, you know, a place in triathlon. And I think a lot of people, you know, that's why they do triathlon. They yeah. feel like, like they found their people. Their people. And their place. And their sport. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, is that for you? But it is. I'm always surprised that you can still come back and some things don't change. And that's just like, yeah, the community vibe. Yeah, the community vibe. The community vibe. Yeah, you feel it. Well, and I think it's like, like to our point that, you know, this feels like a world championship. There's 2000 women here who are racing. Like it still feels like that same community. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we have a single gender race or not, definitely you know? the nerve vibe is still here. The nervous like, people are nervous. The nervous oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The pre race. Yeah. yeah, I guess we'll be feeling that pre race energy. Yeah, I don't know. Five this week. We've been very. Fo- we've been doing a lot, and from the studio, you know, there's a lot oh, going on. Okay. And uh, there's not a lot of nervous energy in the oh. studio here. So I'm answering <laughs> the logs from my athletes racing, and there, there's definitely oh, okay. some yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's it's fully behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, we did like a first timers event yesterday because there's mm-hmm. a record number of first timers, right. and uh, and yeah, they're they have all the all the usual questions, right? <laughs> well, how do I get a headlamp? Oh. Right, <laughs> those, those kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so one of the things one of the, the women we talked to earlier in the week was Ruth Assel. Mm-hmm. Astle. Yes, uh, you're having that, we're having right? talking on day four. We talked to her right after the training from last week, and she was kind of saying some of these concerns that we've been hearing, like that it just wasn't going to be big enough. I think there was a nervousness to wait and see, like, is there going to be enough people? Is it going to be full? And uh, and so we talked to her right after the training. So yeah, and I think she articulated some of the fears that, like, we heard kind of independently from the pro women, like yeah. when this announcement was first made that it was going to be a women's only race, like that just those like will we still be able to make money essentially is what they're concerned about of course did you hear that too um i yeah i mean i kind of wrote it off it's like why are we worrying about this right <laughs> but i think it was just like the unknown right? right yeah um and yeah i'm excited to hear what ruth has to say about what you saw in terms of like the feel though actually i thought it was going to feel really empty I thought it was going to feel like really not much atmosphere, not many people around, but it's, um, yeah, like the swim this morning, I like, felt like there were more people here. It actually feels like there's loads of people out here supporting as well, which also seems quite good. So definitely still massively feels like a world champs and like all the hype is here. Um, yeah, and actually it's quite nice not having loads of like age group men just like trying to zoom past you when you're out on the bike. You I wasn't going to say, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, and I know I'm going to get shit for that, but <laughs> it's actually really nice. You can just ride and you're like, I can just ride my own pace and it's nice. <laughs> People saying it's nice, in you know, like a weird way, to not have, you know, like the the men doing the thing where they like won't let you pass them, uh, not having like all the all that energy. Uh, all those vibes <laughs> and and it's also been and this is what i've been hearing from a lot of people that they didn't really think through like how amazing it is to see this many strong women like somebody yeah. messaged me last night it was like i didn't realize what it mean to my daughter right to see like all women doing everything and like men in the supportive role for a change mm-hmm. so it's been big mm-hmm. yeah and i think the competitive vibes are still are definitely here right mm-hmm. <laughs> i know <laughs> in last week's iron women uh that i did with rachel joyce like yeah. we we, I expected, honestly, every year we do a pre-race show and it's like so many people aren't there, right? And this year, everyone's, there was, everyone's here. Like people yeah. did not drop, right? And so it was nearly impossible to like pick favorites or whatever. I think everyone is truly, truly showing up. 
Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we've seen that from the pro women that we've been talking to, like in the last 10 days or so. Like they are here to bring, like they're definitely this kind of like unsaid acknowledgement that like this is our platform, this is an opportunity, you know, and they seem to know that to be like bringing it. Right. You know, it's, it's definitely another level of not stress, but responsibility. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, don't. Yeah. You want to nail this. Um, but it's been, uh, yes, it's been really nice. I think they're all, I think they've all been pleasantly surprised. Yes. Yes. That's the vibe. That's the vibe. That's the vibe I get. <laughs> okay. Of the vibes. Yeah. Of the vibes. <laughs> is that, is that the, the people we've talked to, they're pleasantly surprised, like Ruth was, mm-hmm. yeah, about like, ex- like how much of a world championship this really is. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, and then, I mean, we, so. We're, we have a lot of pros we talked to today, a lot of clips, because we did spend last, you know, two weeks now, we've been here for a while, talking to the pro women. And so we talked to Mel McQuaid, who is the oldest pro woman at 50. And uh, and she made some great points, I think, about why this was so important uh, to have this women's only race. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I like, I was like flowers <laughs> fell from the sky. <laughs> um. Okay, so one thing I know as an like an elite female athlete and as a coach is that we really respond to competition and seeing somebody else do something. I think that's pr- the like when I'm trying to teach somebody lines mountain biking, if a girl rides the line, then the other girls are going to try it. Mm-hmm. If it's a guy, it doesn't have the same effect at all. Right. right? So so I think visibility matters and and I think when you give incredible not just incredible athletes, but incredible humans. Like if you ask about what the stories are behind most of these women that are here, it's like it's like overachievers anonymous, <laughs> basically this whole race, right? So if you shine a light on this kind of women, then it's gonna it's gonna spread, you know, to all their different communities and you know all the people they train with, their families and and whatever, and and it just is gonna help to build from underneath like that next group that's going to come up and be inspired by this and um, I just think it's amazing to to spend the day just celebrating women's sports and women athletes um, because when you give them the the light they'll just reflect it back amazing like it's going to be an incredible show all right Alyssa we were just talking about so you have 19 athletes so I, we're talking uh, Mel was talking about how all these women then, you know, they're so, they're high achievers. They're going to go back to their community. So you have 19 people here racing. Yeah. And they're going to go I back. should say, I don't personally sure. show all 19 of them, but <laughs> I host three of them. And then we have three of the coaches on Biscay Coaching Racing. Um, one of the pro athletes, Alex Watt. So, and then head coach Hillary Biscay is here. So yeah, 19 people. Right. And then they wow. all go back into their community. All over the world. Yeah. And infiltrate. Infiltrate. <laughs> to, <laughs> to express like, yeah, you know, be active, do sports, come to world championships when you qualify right like Mm -hmm. all of these things so it is it's really cool to see it's like the it's like a a phone tree a phone tree there you go (laughs) it's like the telephone game the telephone they go back home and say the vibes were great the vibes were great you can do it you Mm -hmm. should do it and then next year there's more people and and it it, it takes a while for that phone tree to to activate you know (laughs) yeah it does well it's like one of those things like we always say like if you can see it you can be it but like sometimes actually realizing that okay instead of having 700 women here like we used to now there's 2100 like with three times the number there's three times the amount of impact 
Totally. Right? No, I think it's it's bound to be a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, uh, the 2100 number is funny because we were also laughing. So Sarah and I have been here for a week and a half. And last week, no one believed that it was 2100. Like, yeah. People were like, no, I've heard it's only going to be 1200. And you're like, no, seriously. Like, hire like, a man. We have the like, number. Like, yeah. I have it. And they're like, no, no, that's not what I heard. And then they were almost insinuating that we've like, been lied to. Like, right. we drank the Kool-Aid. You right. know, and well, we've like, been told for so long that there's only so much space on the beer. <laughs> How did they find the cheese on the they're like we've also been told in all fairness that there aren't enough women there aren't there aren't that many women right, right. we've been told oh, over and over yeah. like yeah. there aren't two thousand women that can do Kona yeah. so I think in some ways this like infiltrated their brain they yeah. listened to too many even I at one point coming out of the east Sarah knows this I got talked out of it I listened to enough dudes tell me there aren't two thousand women that I was like I can be out of it and I, I was like well I got you know it's gonna take some time to get in my head. Like we knew before, yeah. before we were talking out of it. And the other thing, obviously, that we hear a lot about the 2100 is that, and is that that they don't deserve to be here, right? Like there's this argument out right. there that like it just got too easy. I admit, handing out spots, which there are multiple levels of which that's stupid. Mm-hmm. One is that you know it's a world championship race. The people here all follow the process to get it. They earned it, whatever that earning it was, whether or not it was just doing an Ironman, whether or not it was winning their age group, whether or not it was qualifying two years ago and having a rollover because some people had that, right? And there are all kinds of ways to get here and they got here. And I keep coming back to are the 2,000 best women in the world racing for all time? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Who gives yeah. a shit Check. how they got here? Check. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I kind of don't care anymore about the argument. Yeah. And so when we saw, like, when we saw Haley Chura earlier in the week and we like, we keep repeating this story everywhere we go yeah. about her response. So I definitely wanted to like play this clip. There's been a few, I mean, I mean, we've seen these things in the media, like, it's gotten too easy for the women to qualify, blah, blah, blah. But really, we just have, like, the same number of slots as the men and that we should have had all along. You know what I mean? So I feel like anything we can do to make women feel like they belong here, you know, like everyone who qualified had, like, a great race at Ironman and belongs here, right. you know? I mean, I will fight anyone who says that. You can, uh, you can slide into my DMs at HaleyTrad23 and we'll, we'll set up a boxing match. I will win. Um, or we'll set up a swimming match and I'll win um but no i or we just chat it out but um not until after saturday but i gotta stay healthy till then but i just think uh i've done 20 something ironmans none of them have been easy none of them so to say that it's easy to get here is like the most ridiculous thing i've ever said heard um and so uh, again I, i that argument i'm like I will refute it in every single possible way, some with like actual data and logic, and then some with just like me saying like, you're an idiot. So, um, but I just, I don't, I have no patience and no time for that. I love that. We're just, we're just sitting here talking about how amazing that clip was. <laughs> Haley, I would bet on you any day. I'd yeah. love to know if people at home, who would they bet on? Would you yeah. bet on Haley? I mean, when she shifted to the swim-off, then there's sure. like no contest. Like, no, yeah. Take yeah. anyone. It's fine. Yeah. I also appreciated a lot of people in the comments were like, I bet you get to that. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We should set that up. We should set Sunday. that up. Sunday um, I mean, I also appreciated that her point, like, look, I can fight this argument with data, with logic. I can tell you all the reasons why. I can crunch numbers. And you know, some people have crunched numbers. And they're like, times are not actually slower to qualify after this announcement than they were before the announcement. I mean, or I can tell you, like, God damn it, it's 2023. This is dumb. Like, if there are 2,000 men racing world titles, there are 2,000 women racing world titles. Yeah. yeah. Can't fuck over it. Yeah. End yeah. of story, period. End of story. Yeah. 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 I'd like to, back to Mel's point, right? right? Like, you, even if the data came in that the women's field, there was, like, a bigger divergence between 
the first and yeah. last person in an age group. You know what I mean? Like, you just have to allow the sport to develop, yeah. right? Like, we've not been given that opportunity before. So, no. like, give it a minute, everybody. Give yeah, it a minute. Like, let the everyone... phone tree activate. Right, yeah. Let the phone tree activate. <laughs> and then in five years, get back to me, right? Yeah, like, exactly. tell me if you're qualifying still, Mr. Joe Schmo, right? Because yeah, yeah. everything's going to get faster now. Like, yeah. the men's race will get faster, too. And that with them, like, having more people more in demand. Yeah, they have extra yeah. slots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we want the phone tree activated. And while the phone tree activates, I would like to emphasize everybody like hold hold like stay the course. Yes, yes <laughs> it will be fine. Yes. And if you ever question it or you need help with your arguments against people, just email one of us. We find a Haley's DM. Yeah. Like, Haley, Haley first. Yeah. Haley first, then all of us. Exactly. <laughs> there are obviously uh I mean, I think everyone knows logically there are huge advantages too to having this women's only race. And um and, and the pro women, even like there's mixed feelings about whether or not, you know, how much it affects the, it affects the actual dynamics of the race. But everyone knows that, you know, you get the full stage, full broadcast. And Lisa Norton was actually pretty funny about mm-hmm. even when she watches races, she's like, wait, where's the women's race? So yeah. we yeah. talked to her a little bit about that, that opportunity. So you've never raced here when there was like the pro men were on the course with you? No, I only raced like these super special Konos. Uh, <laughs> so they're like the double double whammy with a lot of people and now girls only. But we only ever had our, you know, our own race, which is super cool. Yeah, and you would have only ever had your own race in ITU as well, right? Yeah. Um, do you like that? Do you think it's a good thing? Uh, I think it's a brilliant thing. Um, mainly, like, w- one part, obviously, because of the coverage. Uh, you get the coverage on you the whole day, which I think we do deserve. Um, there was only yesterday the Gravel World Championships was Eastern, right? With no coverage. Right. No. Leave it to the UCI. Yeah. yeah, so, like, that I'm super proud of. And, of course, if you have a men's race happening at the same time, like, there's so many times where I'm watching an Ironman, and you have the camera on the leading guy, and it's like, but what's happening in the women's race? Mm-hmm. And you don't get to see it until after like the top three has finished and they had the cuddles and they had the presentation and then you go back to the women's the cuddles like, oh, <laughs> where is it yeah. so i appreciate that even lisa norton's like where are the women why right? can't i see them on tv yeah we haven't watched the men with the cuddles the cuddles i love the way that she made that point because it, it is true like you have to watch like the top 10 come through the finish line and hug each other and all this stuff while you're waiting patiently for like come on that's great men hugging but like I want to see the women's race. Yeah. And I think the, you know, to the point of the fair race, I think this is going to really play into effect on Saturday with not only the pro race, but I think the age groupers are really going to see this. Like, I know, I mean, I race as an amateur here Mm -hmm. twice and like, I'm an average swimmer, right? So like, I was definitely helped by having men around on that course, right? Mm -hmm. And so it changed my race. It changed how I thought about racing and things like that. And so I think the age group women should really be excited because I think, you know, you're at a world championship event, you're racing against the fastest women, and it's, it's going to be more fair for you, too. It's I think that's so important. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. I was thinking about this on a deep, like, I was having one of my, like, what even are borders moments. <laughs> like, what is, what, what is, is life? Yeah. And yeah, so I had this, like, deep <laughs> moment where I was like, so we're so used to races where everyone gets together. And if you're, if you are someone, and for all those two people here are someone who's at the part of the age group, you are just accustomed to there being men all around. We always like yeah. how it affects your race. And then you get, and you don't even realize that that's not how the equivalent man is. Like, that's not how the front age group men are racing until someday you do a race. Then you're like, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine. Like, there is no, there's you're actually like, no vibes. There's actually out here. no one around you. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you like, if you in your head disappear all the men, you're like, actually, you're here by yourself and you mm-hmm. get to make your own vibes. Yeah. You have to do your weird, that's that thing. Yeah. <laughs>
but yeah, it is a big impact, obviously. Uh, having a woman's older age changes the race. I just think it's going to be interesting as the, as the phone tree activates, how is it going to affect in the future? Because you are still qualifying at races where, that, mm-hmm. where there are men. And, and it still is part of the ecosystem right. where you get here, and you have to have a world championship that's yeah. fair and different. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. You can't lean on the man on the swimming bike. No, like, you got to yeah. be yeah. a full like- athlete. Speaking of, I know I'm like circling back, but like uh, speaking of phone tree activation, you know, like our sport has seen how that works mm-hmm. in several different ways. So if right. you go back a few years, you see the 70.3, they said people were saying the exact same thing. Right. Yes. When they founded the 70.3 World Championships, they said, it's too easy for women to qualify. They're handing out slots like candy. They also said Clearwater was a terrible place and that was a fair, fair assessment. <laughs> Some of the assessments are fair. <laughs> right. You know, not all of them. Yeah, I met Hulk Hogan in Clearwater when I went to the race. Yeah. Clearwater's amazing. <laughs> Oh, so good. Did you like uh-huh. go up to him? Yeah, I took a picture of them in an Italian restaurant in Clearwater. Wow, <laughs> we're we're moving into an episode of If We Were Riding right now. <laughs> no, it's true. You're right. I mean, we've we've been talking a lot about this with the um, like the Iron People, a lot of the race are like, cha- like they're they're always like when ITU had equal spots, they were like, oh, the women aren't good enough. They shouldn't be here. We should not like we yeah. have to give it time. Yeah, and how, like, change, we talked about this yesterday, like, how change has been part of the evolution of the sport, and people sometimes forget, or they think, like, it's always been like this, sure. mm-hmm. but we had, like, Mark Allen on our beginners panel yesterday, and I think he mentioned, like, the course itself has been changed, like, I forget, it's, like, seven yeah. times, yeah, where it's, like, if we change the course now, people would be, what, the iconic course, you can't change it, like, it actually changes a lot, yeah, yeah. change yeah. is good, change, it's good, yeah, well, <laughs> okay, so, on that note, um, after the break, we're going to talk to Michelle Vesterby and Chelsea Sodaro. But for now, let's hear from our partners. Chasing Epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It is about seeking the moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected with the beauty of the world around us. There is something about being immersed in the open water. The crash of the waves, the roar of the wind, the taste of the salt water on your lips, and the warmth of the sunlight on your skin that makes you feel at home. With a history of designing performance wetsuits for triathletes since 1995, Orca's unwavering commitment to advanced, innovative swimwear empowers you to overcome your limits. Whether you're competing in a triathlon or swimming to challenge yourself, Orca's fit-for-purpose garments are designed to meet your needs. Use the code IRONWOMAN15 for 15% off all items at orca.com. That's IRONWOMAN15 for 15% off all items at orca.com. Zeal pieces from Core are designed with one thing in mind, reducing your aerodynamic drag so you can go faster with no additional effort. Looking to shave a few minutes off your Ironman bike? Core's Zeal Tri-Kit is here for you. It's perfect for fast days, recovery days, and everything in between. All of Core's triathlon clothing is created specifically to fit, flatter, and perform when training and racing, so you can fully focus on being awesome. And you can get 15% off all clothing at coresports.com with the code RDAY. That's 15% off at coresports.com with the code RDAY. The Element Bolt Bike Computer and Element Rival Multisport Watch from Wahoo are two devices that you, the feisty woman listening to this podcast, need in your triathlon toolbox. The Element Bolt Bike Computer is designed for performance and engineered for simplicity. It has a sleek, simple, intuitive ride experience, and its smart navigation with turn-by-turn directions will help you explore new roads. The Element Rival Multisport Watch delivers a simple, yet powerful, user experience. Unique multisport features like touchless transition, multisport handover, and perfect view zoom 
create a seamless performance advantage whether training for a race or competing. To learn more about the Element Bolt and Element Rival, head to wahoofitness.com. Okay, we're back with more vibes. <laughs> I like it, our vibes. Somebody just wandered into our compound and jumped in the pool. Jumped in that, pool. Yeah, you know, that is, that is the vibes yeah. that we're bringing. Um, no, I definitely wanted to um, to show this clip. I've sort of been waiting all week. But Michelle Besterby was one of the first people that we talked to last week. Um, and she put a stamp on my arm um, because it's a rainbow. I don't know if you can see it, but uh, they are fun- helping fundraise for Mary Beth Ellis's um, fundraiser. For her daughter. Yeah, yeah, so her daughter. So Mary Beth Ellis lost her daughter, Sydney, um, in May. Who And Sydney was, I mean, it, it was tragic. Like, I think it, yeah. it rippled through the whole triathlon world. Like, mm-hmm. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Um, she was hit in a crosswalk by a truck. Um, and so they're raising money for road safety and other things for Sydney. Um, and Michelle is kind of helping out with a fundraiser. So let's hear from her. You put a tattoo on me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if can, it, they can see that over there. But uh, can, I don't know. But um, what's this for? This is for Sydney. We had uh, Mary Beth Ellis and Eric Olsen. Yeah. Mary Beth, I hope a lot of you girls and guys know her. She was a legend in the triathlon world. She was a legend. She was a legend. She raced here many times and she's always just been such a good friend. I remember my first Hawaii, oh, I click at goosebumps, but my first Hawaii, Mary Beth was the one taking me around to all her sponsors. You know, she was so, you know, hey, meet Michelle, she's a nice Danish girl, an upcoming, you know, and, and you know, that friendship, you know, that, that joy to the sport and to give back, back that was what uh, I really, truly remember Mary Beth Ellis for. Yeah. Uh, and they lost, unfortunately, their five-year-old girl Sydney back in May and instead of um, just giving up they are fighting and they are trying to make the world a better place to share the road Mm -hmm. to make safety first Mm -hmm. and they made this Sydney foundation do they say found foundation? Foundation. Foundation. Yeah Yeah, yeah, it's difficult actually Uh, and I brought like 500 rainbows to Hawaii which I would love everyone to wear. I know there will be 2,000 girls, but then for the kids run, yeah. come and get one. You can get one for free. Mm-hmm. If you want to uh, give a dollar, if you want to give $2, I will put them all on the uh, foundations. Mm-hmm. I will donate it afterwards. Yeah. So if it's just easier for you, but you will also put a link here. Yeah, we'll put a link wherever we post this if to the like foundation. If you want to give something, yeah. because what they are doing is making the roads a safer right. place. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Just so we understand, so um, yeah. yeah. So Mary Beth Ellis's daughter, Sydney, yeah. she was hit by a truck, correct? Like yeah. in a crosswalk. Yeah. yeah. And so the camp, the foundation is raising money for road safety. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they they are doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. And a lot of yeah. Other things as well, you know. So I shouldn't say it's just that, uh, but there's a lot of uh, things they're doing yeah. to to yeah make. For, for it to make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, that was like, oh, such heartbreaking news, like sort of in the middle of the year. For, I think it like rippled around the triathlon world. Like we were all just kind of shook by that. So that's so amazing that you're doing something for them. Yeah. Kessler did it as well when they, they were racing Montre Blanc. And again, a lot of people were wearing the rainbow. And it also gives you energy. So it's not just okay. to, it will give everyone energy to send a bit of, uh, you know, support and joy and yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love it too. All right. Um, we will be having the, sh- the link to that fundraiser in the show notes, so be sure to click on it. 
Um, and I feel like it's actually been interesting this week. There are a lot of people doing, you know, fundraising and awareness campaigns. And it's actually, uh, maybe that's part of the whole, like, women giving back as they, mm-hmm. as they raise. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the points, actually, I didn't get to make earlier. Oh, it's like, okay. we're often, like, back to vibes, just back for a vibes. quick second. Um, you know, we often compare, comparing the vibes, like, when the men are here, talking about what it's maybe like. Maybe they should compare the themselves men. to us. Yeah. yeah. Like, actually, the fact that, like, like, yes, women also have competitive energy, but maybe there's more space for like that kind of the kind of kindness or the things that people right, are right, talking right. about when they say there's more like sort of right. feminine energy we were yeah. talking about this because somebody was saying oh well the women just take up less space right like emotionally right. physically and then i was like i don't know if that's good if I, they were saying it was a good thing and i was like i don't know if that's good like maybe we should get it worth it so there's like maybe men need to take up less maybe we should take up the right amount of space <laughs> take up the correct amount of space <laughs> not too space. much yeah too little yeah. yeah but yeah there are a lot of fundraisers going on too and a lot of kind of you know Raise, uh, getting using triathlon as a platform and so we went to chelsea's um event earlier this week and i talked to her because she's been really i mean i've talked to her a lot this year and she's been really uh vocal about using her win last year to kind of raise awareness of not just like moms and athletes but all the systemic barriers to like motherhood in the u.s to, to uh, paternal health and so she is uh doing a fundraiser to raise money for aunt mother um and, and all those issues uh, of course, like celebrate the title from last year and also bring awareness to a cause that I care a lot about, and that is Anne Mother. It was founded by a woman named Alicia Montano, who was my college teammate at UC Berkeley on the track team. She is um, a U.S. champion, Olympian world championship medalist, talent of a generation, and she has really been a mentor to me um, throughout my athletic career at different levels. And has been a huge advocate for um, athlete rights, maternal rights, and her nonprofit and mother gives grants to postpartum athletes. They do a ton of advocacy work for um, moms, for uh, maternal health and gender equity. And so I am collaborating with Ann Mother and Canyon, and we are going to be auctioning off my race bike to raise um, some money for this amazing cause. Okay, so people can get your bike. Yeah, you can um, enter a raffle to win my bike. It's going to have this really sick paint job. I'm calling it the Rainbow Explosion <laughs> in homage to um, the world title, but it's got some really cool mantras on there. It's just a celebration of um, this cause and my mission of really showing what's possible for female athletes when we're supported as whole people. Awesome. So uh, Chelsea has this rainbow bike. Uh, she also has a, a matching rainbow watch from Wahoo. Amazing. We, we went over to look at everything the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get like a custom band to match. Uh, shopping vibes. Shopping vibes. <laughs> that's what we're doing. And, uh, and yeah, you can buy a raffle ticket to win it to raise money for Ann Mother and, and maternal health, which is, you know, it's important. We were talking the other day, everybody else was like, I just want there to be more people in traffic. And I'm like, I want to fix systemic inequality. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is interesting, though, because I don't think in the, I mean, you were there, yeah. right? Like, the men generally aren't making themselves a platform for doing societal good, right? Which is like, come on, guys, you know, like, I don't know, as an athlete, you have like having that awareness to recognize that you are given this gift of the platform to actually mm-hmm. make change is mm-hmm. so important. And it's, I'm just really grateful to see some of these athletes using that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I remember years ago, a woman, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't remember her name, but like who, she did a study 
around like why people take up endurance sport and uh, the yeah. number one reason was to raise money for something else it was really interesting because i thought it was going to be like community or something <laughs> you know something like that yeah. Get yeah. Fit, yeah, get fit. Go exactly. fast. But it, like, yeah. it was not that. It was like the get fit was the bonus. That after is so insane, though. The one time I was volunteering at a 10K, and people come by and they're like, "What is this 10K for?" And I was like, "To see who's fastest." <laughs> like I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> so you know, you also can race. Just race. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And speaking of seeing who's fastest, right? We have, have to say uh, one of the things Alyssa and I were very concerned about vibes. Very yes. concerned yep. about vibes was that we have uh, the unofficial beer mile that happens every year in Kona. And so, uh, Alyssa and I, it's not a feisty event. It's a, it's a, it's a Kelly's going to be out there. Is Alyssa going to be out there? Well, she has a knee brace. If anyone, you can slide into my DMs and tell me if you want to be my runner. Um, <laughs> and you can drink, you can drink seltzer, you can drink yeah. non-alcoholic beers. You it's can, a pretty, you know, is that what we're looking for? It's a pretty, uh, it goes with the bunch. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. low-key beer mile. 5.30, old airport, bring your own drinks. They can be non-alcoholic. They can be alcoholic. You can apparently, sorry, 5.30 on Friday. Friday. It's always Friday before the race. So 5.30 on Friday at the old airport. I actually found my video of when I ran it in 2015. Sure. Was there puke? Yeah. Actually, with Karen. Karen Tingo and I went head to head. Yeah. Oh, I know there was puke. There was. Karen, there, yeah. No, there's a lot of burping. Uh, <laughs> we've also established that apparently you can have a designated drinker. Well, push a designated we have no rules you have with a brace or crutches to or doctor's note that you can't <laughs> run or drink for your part and then yeah, yeah we'll, we'll allow really yeah oh so. amazing if anyone wants to be my designated drinker slide into my dm <laughs> i will run a mile for you <laughs> so um we were just you know you gotta have all like code is also about all the other things that happen so it's super fun things, yeah. i yeah i have some good memories of that from previous year so it'll <laughs> It'll be going on, you guys. Yeah. There's other things going on. There like, are many other things like going on. Like the press conference this morning. Oh, we'll be heading over. Yeah, if you're racing, don't do that. Probably, yeah. 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 Probably don't. Probably yeah. sleeping. They definitely need it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great to fun event, but not that fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be tempted by that for the people racing. So there are still a lot of things around. We are heading to the pro press conference later today. And then tomorrow's show, our last, our last pre-race show, will be a preview, race preview. And we'll be back on Sunday with a post-race with all yep. the interviews and sign up for our contest online check our instagram and uh we have 1600 dollars worth of prizes from our partners so mm. there's a lot of chances to win too yeah, winning, yeah. Vibes. winning vibe <laughs> exactly all right until tomorrow